Hey, you. Can I tell you a secret? I'm actually from the future, and I've traveled back in time to tell you that these first couple episodes might sound kind of bad. And that's because we were just starting out. So for episodes one through six, the audio quality isn't as good. But don't worry, as most things in life, it gets better. Starting with episode seven, the hottest sports entertainment thing in the world. Once again, this is a reminder from the future. We have social media now on all major social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, if that's your thing. And just wanted to remind you to give us a follow, a like, or even check us out. Now, I'll get out of your way and go back to the future and let you enjoy the episode. Have fun. Before we get started, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to episode three of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George, Gabe, and Link. We've been exploring the different list top fives for each of your hosts, uh, that the ones that we see as our favorites, and today's topic is anime. I am so excited about this list because I really enjoy watching anime. I got into it when I was in college because I just didn't want to hang out with people. So I just <laughs> started watching anime. And the cool thing is that I got I was able to do it with my roommate, my, my best friend. So it was just fun having. It was a beautiful bonding moment and I really enjoy it. So I'm excited about anime. I, I try to watch as much as possible. But there are times during the year where I can't because of work. Uh, however, during the summer, I like to dub my summers the summer of anime. I got this idea from Seinfeld, Summer of George. So I do the summer of anime, and that's when I just watch a whole bunch of anime. As much anime as possible. And I think last year, in my summer of anime, I probably watched like six or seven uh, animes. Uh, that might be, for some people, that might be kind of low. For some, that might be a lot. But that's how much I was able to do during the, the span of two months. And I really enjoyed it. For in my list, so in my list of animes, the one I want to start with, the one that sparks joy is this anime called mob psycho 100 it's so fun if you don't never seen it i totally recommend it it's a combination of one punch man and my hero academia and i love the humor in one punch man and i just love the you know the awesomeness of my hero academia so this kind of combines it because it's this kid that's exactly like saitama like very OP but doesn't care about life <laughs> and he's in high school and he's navigating life and it's just so much fun I I just love it it's comedy it's it's I love comedy so the fact that it's hilarious it's it's so great so I recommend it if you've never watched Mob Psycho 100 super short only two seasons and a movie so I recommend it all right so I haven't seen this um I haven't seen a lot of the newer anime what exactly is it about what's what's your pitch I know you said it was it's a comedy and but like Mob Psycho, why? Mob Psycho. Yeah, like what? What's the plot basically? It's okay. So the plot is about this student, right? He's a he is a psychic or an esper, 
but he's super powerful, except he doesn't know it. He's just really powerful, but he's a very humble guy, super humble. Kind of like Deku, but hum more humble. But because he's so humble, he doesn't really care about things. Which This is where you see the Saitama part of it. But anyways, anyway, so he is a high school student or... Yeah, he's a high school student who does, who has the ability to, to do, to talk to the metaphysical, I guess. Um, uh, he's an esper, right? So his mentor is this guy, he's pretty much a con man, he, who owns his business of like exercising demons and stuff, right? But he's a con man, like that's all he is. But he abuses his relationship with this child who we, meet, who we met, mm -hmm. you know, thinking, oh, I'm your mentor, so you're going to help me out. Right. And it's just the, the, the dynamic between both of them. One's of them very shy, very timid. The other one's like, hey, I need to make money. I'm going to use it as much as possible. I'm all super charismatic. And it's, it's hilarious. And, you know, there's also moments where he, where the mentor really cares about the student. And it's like, oh, he's not just conning them. He actually does care about them. So that's one of the reasons why I love it. Right. So with my journey for anime, um, I started off when I was a very young Growing up in the household that I did, uh, family members are really into it. George can attest to this. We we watched all different types of anime, and one of the ones I saw when I was a bit younger uh, was Full Metal Alchemist. Now, this one is probably the, one of the first ones where like I I began watching kind of on my own. I kind of stumbled upon it. Um, it it follows the story of these two brothers, Edward and Alphonse. And they are basically in a industrial revolution, uh, steampunk type of world, and they practice alchemy, uh, which kind of gives them like powers and things like that, and the different sciences to that. And it's it's a story of two brothers in search of this mythical, magical stone called the Philosopher's Stone, and to uh, they try to uh, achieve uh, get to the stone to restore their bodies because they were trying to revive their mother. Now, along the way, there's a lot of crazy twists and turns. Uh, I personally like the animation, um, but this one uh, hits a little home uh, just because this is one of the first ones that I kind of sought out on my own. I also have Full Metal Alchemist on my list. I love that anime. Yeah. So it's, it's, so, it's so much fun. My boy, Roy Mustang, the fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, <laughs> the fire uh, alchemist. He's so cool and, you know, R.I.P., I'm blanking on his name. The guy that dies. Hughes, oh, Hughes, Hughes. No, oh man. I was That's like, like, you got yours, you got yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you, bro. I'll... That's on you, bro. Cool. Yeah, I was about to get to that. The point is like, Full Metal Alchemist is like must watch. And I haven't seen it. Which kind of brings me to my point. I'm a classic anime fan, if even that. I mean, I grew up with a lot of it. You know, and it was it was actually your dad, Gabe, who who introduced me to it. But I was a big film guy. We didn't really have access at that time to a lot of shows coming over because they would like. You're like, oh, we had Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then they <laughs> would they would like you would go to like the anime store and they would sell you like three episodes on a tape for like twenty bucks. Yeah. So it was yeah, it was impossible. It was impossible to follow. So I'm a big anime film guy and i try to watch you know i watch a lot of film in general so i try to watch the big ones that come out but there's a lot of anime nowadays yeah. which uh, honestly like people are blessed <laughs> yeah. there is a it's lot in the gold, world yeah. today yeah there's a lot of anime it's so it's yeah it's really hard for me to keep up um i i actually sponsored an anime club in my last high school 
Yeah. Um, so they introduced me to a lot of new stuff, and they're like, you got to watch this, you got to watch this. And I would watch some of it with them. We'd start, like, every series, you know, together. Like, you mentioned, like, One Punch Man, etc. But um, but for me, it's mostly movies. But the first series that I do have, though, I, it's probably on, on your list, it's Cowboy Bebop. Oh, oh, that's not it's not it is on your list. Yes, that's on my oh, list. Okay. I know there's no hierarchy to this, but yeah. to me, it's like the best anime. Yeah, that, it's fine. that's my favorite. It's my yeah, it's oh. And I love it because it's everything that I love about just storytelling, like genre. It's it's space. It's cowboys. It's, it's jazz. yeah. It's jazz. Yeah, and <laughs> and my favorite part is that it's short. That's my favorite part because that's the problem with like people are always like. Watch Bleach or Naruto, and I'm like, I, don't, I mean, watch a uh, One Piece. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't have time for seven like, episodes. Exactly. So like, Cowboy Bebop is a series that I've seen over and over again. I think for me, it is almost flawless. If anyone hasn't seen it, they should see it. If you're a fan of anime, you must have seen it. And Netflix is making a, a show out of it. That's right. Live action, yeah. It's coming out this fall. I'm super excited about that. How, how, yeah? How, is that, how do we feel about that? Yeah? I'm excited? Oh, you know. I'm excited. Trepidatious? Yeah. Well, I'm this- cautious, but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Will okay. I be disappointed? Maybe, but I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully it's good. But yeah, Cowboy Bebop, that's my... That's on your list? Yeah, that's mine. It's oh, also okay. on my list, yeah. Yeah, it's on my list. Okay. So I pretty much gave three out of my list. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Burning through your list. So... The other one I have on my list, and I think Gabriel has it on his list as well, knowing him, is uh, Attack on Titan. Is that on your list? No. Okay, cool, cool. Then is that on your list? It isn't, actually. Perfect. So I get to talk about it. I love Attack on Titan. Uh, I write the manga. Kind of disappointed with the way it ends, but. (laughs) (laughs) But I love Attack on Titan. This is probably the anime that got me back into anime. I watched anime when I was young, but then I took a you know a long break, and I remember just watching it in college with my roommate, and we just loved it. It was so much fun. We would run around like pretending we had ODM OD or that gear on us and flying around, and it's just so much fun. And I remember when I ended up uh, becoming a dean at a boarding school, I I showed my students, some of my kids, some of the boys in my in the dorm, Attack on Titan, and they loved it. They loved it to the point where we bought, like, matching capes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we would run around in the dorm, like, <laughs> shouting, like... Scout Regiment. The Scout Regiment, yeah, exactly. The Wings of Freedom. So it was so much fun. I just have a lot of good memories of Attack on Titan. I love the characters. Mikasa, like, bro, that's it. It's like one of the most badass characters I've ever met in my life. Mikasa and Levi. I'm naming my children after them. <laughs> Levi and Mikasa Ackerman. Good so, luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope I get a cool wife. <laughs> Let's me <laughs> name my two kids that. Um, did did your kids know about this? Like, did they watch anime before? Or? Some of them did. Some of them didn't. So when I was and, on duty, like I just be like, all right. And you beat them to attack on Titan. Yeah. Wow. Because they were in, you know, freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I was, was already busy. Yeah. yeah, they were like, you know, they were. They, that's, that's around the age where it started to get more popular, I guess. Right. Yeah, you're them. more of a social so, actor. So yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay, I, I've already watched this, watch this with me. And it was oh, it's just a bond. Like, I really bonded with my kids just watching Attack on Titan with them. And it's, oh, I love yeah, it. oh, yeah. I thought about putting it on my list, especially because of the modern era. It's the one thing that, like, my kids showed to me. Mm. And I was like, yes, yes, okay. But 
I've kind of had like an up and down where I'm like, this season's amazing. This season's yeah. dragging a little bit. Yeah, I can see so, that. So I was like, and I was like, I'm a little behind too. I'm not caught up to date. So I was like, maybe I don't love it, but it's, it is it, it is really good. Like, yeah. I, I like it. It's no, yeah, I agree with you. Season one is great. Season two. Uh, season three, okay, picked up. Season four. It's, it's season four. <laughs> <laughs> it's not done yet, so. The right, yeah. yeah, but I love season three. Oh, season three is so good. Levi, chef's kiss, season three. Oof. So, yeah. So, Attack on Titan is on my list. So, before moving on to my, to one of my lists, I kind of want to say a few words on that. On Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan, definitely. Um, Eren Yeager. <laughs> Eren Yeager. I definitely agree. Um, kind of revitalized my interest in anime. Um... And it was very close to be to be to, to being on my list, but I felt like I had to like balance it out for what I felt personally. But for Attack on Titan, um, for those of you who haven't seen it, first couple episodes, it, I didn't, kind of it, it didn't really, it didn't really it get didn't me. grab my attention. Really, yeah. I was like, "What's going on?" It was it was very overhyped for me, and I I mean I was hearing everybody talk about it, and I was a bit skeptical, of course, but I w- I was giving it a chance. And like, first couple episodes, I was like, eh, and then there's things that happen. Uh, towards the beginning and after that it just it doesn't stop and it's it's a fun ride there are some points where it drops off a little bit but um, things pick up so for me that's that's very high up there um, it just didn't make my list but going on to what did make my list um, next what I had was uh, Demon Slayer now Demon Slayer Demon Slayer was um, is uh, really just something that came out of left field for me um, like I said before, Attack on Titan kind of brought me back into anime, um, but I also had a lot of recommendations and seeing a lot of praise for Demon Slayer. And at first, I was like, "Oh, the title! Like, I don't know if I'm gonna be into that." It was a, it was something that's like I, I wasn't like I wasn't in a rush to check out. Then one day, I was just on Netflix and it kind of just popped up on my list, and I passed by and I was like, "You know what? I got some time. Let's let's check it out." And Unlike Attack, Attack took a couple of episodes for me to get into yeah, it. Yeah, this starts off. Right yeah, but off the, from oh. straight off the bat, yes. Demon Slayer got me hooked. Ooh. By the first episode, I was like, I'm watching this. I don't care how long it's going to take me. After that, I binged it. In a, I binged the whole first season in about a day or two. <laughs> and fortunately for me, I felt fortunate at least, um, the the Demon Slayer Mugen Train film was out in theaters. And, yes. and I was already just like, you know what? I'm gone. I'm, I'm there. And it, it kind of brought me back to theaters. Which is a whole different topic. Um, but the film for me established one of my favorite characters in, in a lot of different mediums. Um, but yeah, Demon Slayer is... is I, I sing the praise of Demon Slayer. Yeah, I and sh- what I love about it too is that you took me to watch the movie with you for my birthday. And that's one of the things I love about anime. It's like I'm able to connect with people and I connected with you because it was that day, that night was special. I was watching it with you. Man, I didn't get an invite. That's... So you get. That's one way to treat people. <laughs> uh, well, I keep hearing this. People keep saying Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer. And it's like you said, the title is like, I don't know. And also <laughs> like, a- as a married man, that's going to be a tough sell. You know? Hey, you want to watch Demon Slayer? I don't know if she's going to, but I guess I'm going to have to put that on because it, it keeps coming up. Everybody keeps telling me. I mean, the most simple thing I think I can uh, try and persuade you with is, um, for me, it's more of like, Samurai versus vampires, kind of. Uh-huh. That's the that's the feel that I get for it. Obviously, they they have their specifications. With Michael Jackson as a villain. Okay. With Michael Jackson as a villain. How's he's that a, not he's a, a, he's a great? He's a great. Michael Jackson as a villain. But aside from the 
the beautiful animation that the, that the that the story has the story about um the family that's in it is it's it drags you in and it keeps you in and just the people that you meet along the way the journey that you go through um for me it's just it's up there for me it's, it's fantastic that's great i can't wait for season two yeah Oh, it's only season one, so I can catch up. Yeah. It's interesting that you said family, because family's at the core of my next title, which I mentioned that I'm not really big on watching these long series, but I think part of it is probably because when I was young, I devoted my life to one singular series and watching it over and over again, and that was Dragon Ball C. <laughs> so it's like foundational to me. And I'm always impressed because I'm just like, I feel like an old fogey, like, oh, I love Dragon Ball C. But even to this day, like, I see my kids coming up in high school and like so many of them are like still Dragon Vegeta. They're still arguing whether Vegeta and Goku are like, who's the strongest? Which also is kind of like a dumb argument. Yes. I feel like the show clearly. clearly. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but e- either way, it's like, uh, it's still so relevant. And it holds up. It yeah. definitely holds up to this day. Yeah, and it's and and so much of like the 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 archetypes and even the tropes of anime like are on full display in Dragon Ball Z. I grew up watching Dragon Ball. Oh, I love Dragon Ball. No, Dragon, Dragon yeah. Ball. Yeah. yeah, I prefer Dragon Ball over Dragon Ball Z because it's more adorable. Yeah, yeah, I, and I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent. So I put Dragon Ball Z because that's like the more serious, the more like action oriented. But it's true. If I go, if I look into like my mind's eye, where does it come from? In my deep parts, it's Dragon Ball. Because oh. this is what happened when I was growing up. Dragon Ball was like twelve or thirteen episodes, yeah. right? And they would just play those same thirteen episodes. And for years, I thought that was the whole series. And then I went and I watched it over and over again because they were just rerun and syndicate that the first the uh, twelve episodes yeah the, yeah the em- the emperor peel off yeah just those first thirteen episodes over and over and over again. Then I went on a trip to Mexico and there was a bunch of crazy stuff happening on their TV because they got like three channels and one of them plays nothing but Dragon Ball <laughs> and and it was just like emperor like the 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 Red Army and Piccolo and I'm like what is happening when did this where where is this going. But but actually, remembering it now in order, that happened after one day I used to wake up and this was back in the day before we had like a way to record or anything. I used to wake up at like five in the morning on Sunday because that's when they used to give Fantastic Four and the Incredible Hulk TV shows, the ones that I got Disney Plus now. Right. And I used to wake up to watch them like super early Sunday morning. And then one day it wasn't on and I was heartbroken. I was like, where are my superheroes? But it was episode one of Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, what is this? Why is Goku an adult? Why is Goku an adult? <laughs> yeah. And remember, I only had the first 13 episodes. So I was like, oh my goodness, they made a sequel series to Dragon Ball. And they like to fast forwarded, like he's an adult now and he has a son that looks just like him. And it just blew my mind. Then I find out, oh, there's a bunch of years of stuff that we hadn't. You we hadn't seen. Yeah. So I started when I said, you know, it used to be three episodes for a twenty dollar tape. I did it. I paid them. You know, I was buying like arcs of Dragon Ball. Then I had the international film channel that would play Dragon Ball Z without subtitles. And I was watching like Cell Saga and like this is amazing. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but this is incredible. I'm crying. <laughs> All the sacrifices and deaths that are going on. And and to me, it was just seeing those characters grow up 
you know, in real time almost, you know, growing up with you yeah. and kind of seeing yourself reflected in those characters that, and, and my favorite film is, uh, Brawley, the legendary Super oh, Saiyan. Yeah, of course. That's the one. And, and now that they have these other movies in theaters, I went to the theater on day one and saw, you know, Resurrection F, you know, Battle of the Gods and, and the remake of Brawley. It's, that's terrific. And now you're partially fluent in Japanese, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I was So, I only have one more uh, anime on my list. Okay. And you guys probably have a little bit more, right? How many How many do you have, Gabe, left on your list? Two. Two, I, what about I, you? I got three. Three? All right, so I'm just going to give you, uh, uh, what's that called when they don't make the list? But honorable mentions. Okay. Though, all right. All right. Number one honorable mention for me. <laughs> I like cute stuff, and that's that's why I prefer Dragon Ball over yeah, Dragon Ball. Yeah, for sure. Right? Um, I can also do some of the gruesome stuff. You get me? Demon Flayer and all that stuff, and Attack on Titan. But one of my favorite animes that I discovered randomly is called uh, Laid Back Camp, and it's about these five Japanese girls in high school who have who are part of a camping club in their school, and that's it. I don't, I don't know why, but that the the premise sounds suspicious. When you were starting <laughs> off, I don't know. I was yeah, a little yeah, shaky yeah. There. It's it's it, there's nothing like there, it's just so adorable about these girls who want to learn how to camp, right? Okay. And them going camping and them cooking, and you know how when you watch anime, the food always looks amazing, right? Yeah. Okay. And that I just I should love it. It's so good. If you never, I've recommended it. it's one season so far that I at least that I know of. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I also watched this with some of my students <laughs> when we had nothing else to do. And we just thought it was adorable. So yeah, laid back camp is an honorable mention for me. Okay. Well, I guess I'll share mine since I have the most left on my list. Uh, when I was thinking about Studio Ghibli, I was like, okay, I have to have at least one movie to represent. And I'm pretty sure I know that each, that at least Link is very in tune with Studio Ghibli. And I'm sure that we're going to be... Very in tune. I'm sure that we're going to be talking about all their films at some point. But if I was like, if I have to represent Studio Ghibli with one film, I thought, well, which the one? And I think the one that 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 brought me to them is probably the one that's like least like the other ones. That's Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke yeah. is in just like a masterpiece mm. film, and and it almost hurt me to choose it because it was like, oh, but I like all these others for completely different reasons. Mm. But for me, when Mononoke came over here to the U.S. That was like, okay, they're taking anime seriously. Like, all-star cast, nominating it for awards. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, I I believe it was produced by Miramax. No, it wasn't. It was, uh, I think they had... How's Moving Castle Christian Bale? um, Billy Bob Thornton is in... uh, Billy Bob. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a a whole, I mean, uh, Mini Driver. uh, Who's Mononoke? Is like... It's Claire Dane. I thought it was Claire Dane. Yeah, yeah Claire Dane. Yeah. So, um, I mean, but it's just also like it's unlike the other ones because it's so like, it's so, I don't know, lack of a better word, edgy, sharp, dramatic, yeah, mature. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it gets crazy, but yeah. it's so good. Like, I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, the iconography of it, and like I mean, if we're talking about honorable mentions, it's like probably like fifteen other <laughs> Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah. Like are following right behind it, but yeah, Princess Mononoke. An honorable mention for me, I think, would have to be uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, 
I'm not gonna lie. What got me was the toys. The toys. I was the surrounded by the, cool by the figurines, like just the way that they were, the way that they were made. I had the the tiny ones, the huge ones. It was, it was something that I was like, man, where did these toys come from? They were obviously like my uncles and my my dad's, and then I one day I saw it on the TV, and I'm like, that's that's the toy, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on the screen, and so. I started watching it. Was I understanding any of it? No. Um, but when I when I started to obviously go back, going back to looking for anime for myself, trying to be more independent and, and thinking for myself, um, I found myself back with, with Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, I And it was just me turning into a little kid, playing with the toys, watching the show. And then, and that for me, it's just, it's things like that to just make it personal. Mm-hmm. A lot of things like from your childhood that you just, you learn to appreciate when you're older. Yeah. Right. And so one of those that did make my list was Akira, the movie Akira. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another one where I was very young uh, when I first saw it. And again, I didn't, I didn't really, really catch much of it. I just saw this guy riding on a red motorcycle with like the fading lights and the, the city of Neo Neo Tokyo, like after the war and stuff like that, and and to me it, it captivated me visually. I couldn't really understand with the content, um, but um, speaking just from a visual aspect, it was very it was very captivating. And I actually had a rewatch the other day, and I was like, man, yeah, this movie is this movie's fantastic. Um, just the the different story, uh, the different um, elements and themes of the film, and kind of like. It kind of made me. It opened like a door to, for me to how to see how people were, living like that after the war, um, the the type of life that they had to go to, especially with the children that that didn't have homes anymore, and things like that. So for me, it's a very, it's a very, it's a classic. Uh, I'm sure many people it'll be on many people's lists, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I, I sit with that one. Yeah, that it has that it has that iconic scene of him like drifting in the in the like, yeah. motorcycle, where a lot of people like a lot of a lot of it, that that scene has inspired yeah. has been inspired by so many people. Like yeah. I I remember they did it in Batman the Animated Series with mm-hmm. Robin, and it's just every, everywhere you go, you'll see a scene, a similar scene like that. Paying homage to it. Paying homage yeah. to it. Yeah, I think they even do it in The Simpsons. Um. So yeah. Going back to what you said about Mobile Suit Gundam and the toys, I remember when I was a dean, there was this international student, and I every time I had to do room check, I would go to his room, and he, he had all these toys. So I assumed, man, this guy must love Gundam. I gotta ask him if he, how, if he really enjoys... Because yeah. there's so many like Gundam s- stories. So I gotta ask, because I, I don't even know where to start off. So I gotta ask him, which one... You know, I, was, I wanted to get into it. like, where do I start off and all that stuff? Right. So I remember one day I go to his room, and I'm like, Ian! You like you like Gundam? Where? How do I start off? And he's like, what? I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean? You you don't watch Gundam? No, I don't even know what that is. And I'm like, Ian, it's these toys that you're building, these models. And I just thought it was so amazing how the toys captivated him without him even realizing that there is where it's an from. anime. Yeah, yeah, where it's from. So yeah, the toys are so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think you you have those experiences like Transformers is like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you think back, man. I love Transformers, and if you ever go back and watch Transformers, like did I did I love Transformers? Did I love yeah. toys. I had like Exo Squad, which I couldn't even remember anything about the show. But I had you know, there was a like Robotech. I don't remember anything about any of these shows, but I remember the toys. 
for sure. Um, it was you said mentioned Akira, and Akira is an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Because I thought about it too, and I was like, that's probably the first. If I'm not mistaken, it's probably the first anime movie I ever saw, uh, and it blew my mind because I hadn't seen anything like it. But the one thing I'll always remember as a kid was that I didn't understand anything that happened yeah, yeah. in it. And then I like saw it again uh, with my wife when we were dating in college. And I remember I still didn't really understand what yeah, was Yeah, I watched about. it like, yeah. when I was in college. I'm like, I didn't know. Yeah. So it's like maybe I have to watch it again as an adult. But because of that, I was like, man, this movie is so iconic for me. And like it started this whole path. But I'm not really sure I understand it enough to like it. So I don't even know, do I like it or do I just love what it did for me, you know? At the time, yeah, the, yeah. the impression it left. Yeah. So what did make my list is a similar title. And I thought about this title a lot because I was like, is this just rose-colored glasses? Is it nostalgia? Does this deserve to be on a list? But it's Vampire Hunter D. Oh, oh yes. yeah. And Vampire Hunter D was probably the second anime movie that i ever saw and it was like akira i had it on a tape you know uh yeah my brother got it for me but vampire hunter d cartoon network played it at saturday night really late at night like 10 or 11 and it was like a big deal you mean tsunami well yeah i I believe what i believe it was like the start of what would be tsunami but it predates tsunami i i i think the name was like saturday night japanime and they had that and yeah and they it, it was that and a couple of other movies i don't remember any other movies but i remember the first one which was vampire hunter d and i was like this this is a movie and it is an anime and it is about vampires and it kicks butt like and it's like looking back at it i'm i'm, I'm not even really sure how animated the villain is for most of the i know yeah. i i remember him in that like stance for like half the movie but it was just it drew me into this like fantasy world that at that time i had i had never seen anything like it you know and it i it kick-started like a love for like things like castlevania Mm -hmm. and like basically all of that like fantasy lore uh you know that's where it goes back to vampire to the end the sequel bloodlust is it's a beautiful movie it's very good art i mean arguably it's a better movie than the you know than the 80s movie but the 80s movie. Yeah, but then you get into the argument. Yeah. Then that, one, exactly. And, and, it, and it drove me on a path where, like, they started releasing, later on in my life, the the original novels that, that the films are based off. And I just started buying them and reading them. Like, I was like, uh, I'm Vampire Hunter D all the way. So, yeah, Vampire Hunter D. That's a good one. Underrated as well. I don't know. I don't think many people know about. I mean, personally, I haven't seen, heard met many people that actually know about Vampire Hunter D. Well, Other than us, because we're family and you own it, and I watched it. <laughs> it creeped me out as a yeah, kid. Yeah. I remember one of my uncles watching it, your brother Jonathan. Yeah. I remember when watching it, I'm just like, this seems terrifying. <laughs> it really does. But I remember all of you would always be like, it's so good, it's so good. So, again, that's another one. Like, I guess coming from my age, from, from my age group, um, being young and having you guys kind of going through that when you're trying to think finding stuff out for yourself, it kind of like uh, came down to me. It kind of befell me, and yeah. and I I was looking for those things on my own. I, eventually, when I got to that age, yeah. And and I think it's so cool how anime, in a sense, and other types of medium as well, kind of uh, kind of transcends time. Like everyone goes through their own journey, mm-hmm. 
And, and that's something I, I really enjoy about it. And to round off my list, uh, it's another recent, pretty recent anime. It's uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah. And this is the one that a lot of my friends were trying to, the people that were trying to get me into anime um, were trying to sell me on. They were gung-ho about this. It's, it's like superheroes in anime form, and it's just amazing. And I remember I put it off for such a long time. Uh, I just... I really wasn't interested, and so so after I finished binging Demon Slayer, I was like, you know what? I let's give it a shot. Like these people have been giving me great recommendations. Let's see what else we got. And I went to My Hero Academia, and starting it off, that's another one that I was just like, this is this is great. This is fantastic. And going through the different seasons, um, the show is just for me. It's it's this is why it makes my list. It's just. The themes and the the heroics, the bravery that comes with the hero tales and and all and such like that, but it also has the innocence of a kid starting high school. It's like a freshman starting yeah. high school, and so relatable. Exactly, and not not to like spoil anything for those who haven't seen it, which I definitely recommend you do. Oh, me, <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> the main character dies. Sorry, you spoiled it for I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if I should. Take that seriously. No. Okay. So, with with what happens, like the main character is just this kid. He's basically coming into high school, new experiences, and he's just one of those characters that's that's pure heart. Like he's just he's one of those kids that you just can't help rooting for, and and he embarks on a journey to to become the ultimate hero and things like that. And the friends and the lessons he learns along the way are are just incredible to watch. And so once you um, start watching it, you kind of just get thrown into this, this, this world, this story where, where heroes are normalized. That's, that's like a job, basically. It's, it's yeah. monetized and things like that. And so for me, it, it takes the epicness of superheroes, mm -hmm. but also the, the, the subtle nuances and the little things of high school. And it kind of, for me, it does a very good job of blending them, mixing them together and pacing it as well. So that, that rounds about my list for anime. Let me, yeah, since you're talking about My Hero Academia and, you know, about superheroes, let me, because <laughs> I feel like I have the anti, anti uh, My Hero Academia one next. And in my list, it's uh, One Punch Man. Because it's literally like the same exact <laughs> yeah, thing, right? Yeah. Like superheroes, or it's monetized. But this just makes fun of the whole genre. Like the whole genre right, right, of anime. Yeah. And I love this one. I, like I said, I love comedy and I love the fact that you can't take this show serious. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember watching it and I'm thinking, this guy's kind of boring. Like, what's so special about this guy? <laughs> what's so special about Saitama? But I love the fact that everyone for some reason gravitates towards him. Like, he has a disciple that's uh, that, that's so much stronger. Not stronger than him because he's One Punch Man, right? But it's so much like... <laughs> impressive, <laughs> impressive and spectacle. Exactly. And, uh... and he's like... Eh. What was his name? Who? The the sidekick Geno's, the, Geno's, Geno's yes yes correct. I'm terrible when it comes to the names. I I I personally like I busted laughing when uh, he finds out uh, one uh, Saitama's routine. <laughs> his work yes. routine. A hundred sit-ups, a hundred push-ups. A hundred sit-ups, a hundred push-ups, uh, and a hundred squats. squats. And no, and and ten k running ten k and running a ten k. And I remember that for me, like that was like this show's genius, like. It's, there was such a simple routine, uh -huh. and the the character that like asked, like he finds this out. He's been like basically worshiping. He's been 
pursuing him. He's like, how did you get so strong? I want to be just I like you. I want your secret, yes. Exactly. He finally hears it, and he goes ballistic. He loses his mind at the fact that he just heard, he's like, he basically, he literally says, that's just a basic gym routine. Like, he is losing it. He's flipping out. And Saitama, I mean, to, I mean, to my knowledge, from the far, as far as I've seen, he hasn't lost a fight. No, he doesn't, yeah. And he's just, he's so, he's so strong and, and it's just, for me, it's just the, the subtle, like, little um, jokes that they put, the little jabs that they put in here and there. For me, it's just, uh, that show makes it, I it's fantastic. It. I love it, yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> things about the show is that they have, a, and, and manga as well, is that they have this, uh, this group of superheroes called the Tank Topper Army, which is just guys in tank tops. That's it. And they're buff. That's it. Like, tank top. Yeah. Like, the, the, the leader in charge is called tank top master. That's it. <laughs> right? And they have this, this guy who is a hero who, he's a low-level hero. All he does is he ride a bike. The movement rider. Like, there's nothing special. <laughs> they just make fun of the whole genre. And I think it's hilarious. I love it. Um, it's just so good. But there's also a lot of heart in, in, in yeah, the show. Yeah, That's sure. what I love about it. Like, people gravitate towards uh, Saitama because... He just, he's non-judgmental. He doesn't care pretty much about anything. He accepts you as you are. And a lot of these people, like Genos, like King, who are regarded as like top-level heroes, they just want to go to Saitama. They want to go to this guy that no one really cares about, no one really knows about. And I just think it's so cool how he has a following. And it's just because of his personality. Yeah. yeah. And I love the fact that, you know, the guy is searching for that one fight. Yeah. And every time it's like, oh, yeah. this is a disappointment. How, how many episodes in is the routine? Uh, I believe it's seven. Yeah. I think it's around. It's yeah. not, it's not it's, quite at the beginning. It's, it's not right at the beginning. No, no, yeah. Because I've, se- I've seen it. I've made it that far. That was a big one when that show came out with my anime club. Because it's already, that means it's been like five years, right? Yeah. 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 That was a big one. So we made it like at least that far. Because I, I, I've seen that. And, and you guys are right. That's... It's interesting. You had my hero. Uh, you had um, One Punch Man. The superhero fatigue is something like my hero is definitely on my list of uh, to watch, especially because I'm a sucker for the season movie season yeah. movie structure. Because you know I love the movies. So the the when you pay off a season in a movie and then you can come back or whatever. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how the dynamic is because I haven't seen it, but I definitely want to watch it. But superhero fatigue has been a big thing for me. I love superheroes. I love capes. I love costumes, but there's so much of it out there. And I feel like everyone's recommendation is like Invincible, The Boys, Superman and Lois, Snyder Cut. And I'm like, oh, five Marvel shows on on Disney Plus. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, I love them. I love them. But man, man. So my topic here, and I know it's not not a topic, but I do think that this movie is one of the best movies ever, period. Um, It's something a little more realistic a little more grounded and that's grave of the fireflies oh, no. oh yeah that's too depressing yeah so <laughs> I, I know i can't it's watch real. that it's, I'm it's not watching real. That ever again yeah link link you've literally only seen it once right Both twice oh you've seen it twice <laughs> okay so both times forced by you and my sister <laughs> <laughs> we uh i watched this movie i've watched this movie several times and i've even used it in the classroom um this movie's amazing this movie is if People hold up movies like Saving Private Ryan, you know, and and f- for a good reason. But this movie is not quite the antithesis to that, but the the other perspective mm-hmm. of it. Side, yeah. You know what I mean? The, you know, to see it 
in the way that like Dunkirk is like the British perspective, which we don't usually get, you know, the Japanese perspective, but specifically in that time period for that event, it's uh, for those of you that aren't, aren't aware, Grave of the Fireflies, is, you know, super famous movie. It's uh, a young boy and his even younger brother as they try to find their way out um, after the events of uh, Hiroshima and 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 just all of the turmoil that's going on during that time period and just trying to survive and it's just so real it's so yeah. real that like i don't even think of it as animation which is you know a disservice to animation because animation is as powerful as any other film medium but it's just like it, it's just it's so human yeah it's so human and some and usually when we think about anime we think about the kind of things you can't usually do on film. That's why we do it in animation. Like mm. those explosions and, and, and flying and, and the supernatural and all that stuff. But just to tell that kind of a story, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, but I think that's a testament to to how great that story is. The fact that you can use this medium where things are outlandish, outrageous. Things are uh, exaggerated. And I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons I, I really enjoy anime. Yeah. But to to flip it on its head a, a little bit and to see anime from a different perspective, from, from a different side, mm-hmm. especially when it tells a story that that this this really did happen, yeah. in a sense, and you get to um, feel, in a sense, obviously not to that extent, but you're at least put in their shoes and you get to see where someone else is coming from, with a kind of ex- different experience, a lived experience that the person has, which I think is, you're right, that's a fantastic, it's a genius movie. It's beautiful. I don't like talking about this movie. <laughs> so I can't. I can't. Yeah. Well, it's it's also like a little window into just what I love about about going back to Studio Ghibli is some of my favorite movies. Everyone loves Spirited Away. Everyone loves House Woman Castle, and they're great. But the more real ones, the like the Wind Rises. Like I love the Up Wind Rises from Poppy Hill. Up from Poppy Hill. Uh, Ocean Wave yeah. is so good too. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, you, I'm you, want it you want it? No, this summer. This summer. It's this summer, summer of anime. Summer <laughs> of anime. I got. I'm Let's gonna put that in a T-shirt. Summer of anime. <laughs> summer of anime. So, and for all of you at home, we're done with everyone's list, right? Yeah, pretty much. So, for anyone at home who's looking for something to watch in the summer of anime, you got a lot of options. Yeah. You, you got top fives from us. You got some honorable mentions. I have a just a quick uh, question for both of you, actually, mm-hmm. and for the listeners at home. Sub or dub? Uh, okay, so I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, sub or dub? Sub all the way, right? However, if you're eating, you can't. I personally, me, I can't sub and eat. It's hard. It's really hard. So when I eat, I dub. So there are certain shows that I only watch when I'm eating. Right now I'm watching Haikyuu. I only watch Haikyuu in when I'm eating. So I only, because it's dubbed, because I can't, like I said, can't read. But there's also some movies that I believe are great dubbed. An example of that, all the all those Studio Ghibli movies. All the Studio Ghibli movies are great dubbed. They have great actors, known actors. You know, Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. You have... Right. Uh, who uh, the other Batman, uh, Michael Caine and Porco Rosso. You have so many. Dakota Fanning. Dakota yeah. Fanning. You have so Tina Fey. Lots of my girl Tina Fey. You have a lot of great American actors. Mm-hmm. 
voicing them. British and American. British and American, yeah. Where, so I, Mark Strong. Mark Strong. <laughs> so I prefer, I, I can do both. I can do both. However, I, I do understand that, man, sometimes, like, you watch some stub and that's terrible. Like, I, I think I told you, right? Or I watched a, a, a small clip of a, uh, of the my, of the of the Demon Slayer movie dubbed, and I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. Wow, this is garbage. <laughs> How can you do such a disservice to it? But I, I I can do both. I have I prefer sub, but there's certain situations where I will do dub, food, and when the cast is so great. Yeah, I think the correct answer is like, do you read Shakespeare in Spanish? Do you read Cervantes and Garcia Marquez in English? Mm-hmm. Like, if you can, you read it in the language that mm. it was, you know, that it was written. Yeah. That's the right answer. The politically correct answer is it depends. Because, like you said, it all depends on the series. For example, I'm big in Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z, that has to be dubbed. If you've ever heard Goku subbed, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, he's, I believe he's voiced by a woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's just not Goku to me. I'm sorry. And I I love... And I grew up with the Funimation cast. So, like, you know... And, and it's evolved over time, but it just has to be... They do a great job. And like you said, Ghibli and, and certain... Cowboy Bebop in English. Oh, that's, that was, it, you know what I mean? That was where I was coming from, yeah. But then my personal preference, and this is the now the, the, the inappropriate responses that I actually prefer dubbed, if I can. Because... Prefer I prefer dubbed uh, when possible because so much of what I grew up with was dubbed. You know, we didn't have subtitles. So I just got used to, you know, watching it that way. And the kind of stuff that I watch, like I don't watch the, like all these examples of like bad dubs. I don't watch those shows, you know, and may- maybe I would. But I usually don't get around to it until until I watch something like a Studio Ghibli or like a Dragon Ball. So I'm used to dub because I also do watch in the background a lot. But subtitles is the right choice. The real answer is, it depends. Your personal preference. But my personal preference is dubbed. Yeah. Which yeah. I know is the wrong answer. No. no I mean, that's the thing. I ask that question just because I find it interesting. I, I mean, I have my preference. I choose to watch sub, but that is now. Because when I was younger, I watched everything dubbed. Right. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, part yeah, of one of my I, favorite I, animes of all time. I'm tr- I was trying to remember. I was like, I never, I never watched it sub. It was always dubbed. Yeah. And that's like Spike's voice. Uh, Jet's voice, like that. That I, I always know what they sound like yeah. mm-hmm. in English. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I might go back and try and like see what it's like in sub, just to see like if what the experience is like. But um, I just think it's very interesting because like I grew up um, lit, like watching a dub even with Full Metal, up to like Full Metal Alchemist, and this like kind of renaissance that I've had with like anime in my life. It's it's all just been sub. I try to like I'm like let me give it a shot, and I can't do it. I personally can't. Um, it's just small things like with the performances, with the animation and like it's syncing like with the, with the voice, um, uh, performances, just the, like the exaggeration and the tones. It's just, for me, sub hat is like the complete package. Right. So. Yeah. Before we leave to help everyone start their summer of anime, let's all recommend one anime show or movie, uh, for our listeners. I'll start. I recommend Mob Psycho 100. I love it. It's one of my favorite. It's by the same guy who does One Punch Man. That's why there's a lot of similarities there, a lot of similar sense of humor. So if you can, check out One Punch Man. I mean, sorry, check out Mob Psycho 100. 
for me, I would recommend Demon Slayer. You're only one season in. You have uh, a movie that's in the theaters if you want to go watch it. Or you could uh, purchase it online um, through any retailers uh, through there. Uh, for, I think that Demon Slayer is a great choice, uh, mainly just because it, it picks up really quick the action, um, but also the heart of the story. Um, you get to see kind of like where you're going, but also you don't know what to expect. Well, since you put me on the spot here and I have to come up with something, um, if you have AT&T or if you're uncle or cousin, because I know this is how people watch HBO Max, <laughs> if you have HBO Max, you have no idea how much of a treasure trove of anime it is watch all the Ghibli movies because yes. I talked to a lot of these like younger kids and they watch anime shows like crazy and they have not seen these films. Oh, yeah. So if you haven't seen them, watch all of them, all 20 whatever of them. I believe there's like 21 now at this point. Yeah. But watch all of them. I haven't seen them all. I will be watching them all. Even um, the new one. Yeah, because uh, they were so hard to get a hold of before. Yeah. You know, they, they were never streaming anywhere. You couldn't rent or buy them on Amazon or or Voodoo, or iTunes, or any of those places. You had to physically buy them, and there was a problem with distribution. Like, Disney had them, and then GK Kids did, and then some of them are not, and some of them were with Miramax. They're all there on HBO Max. Watch them, and then watch Grave of the Fireflies, if you haven't as well. <laughs> all right, so on that note, you guys got a lot of homework to do, and we'll be right back next week as we take a look at TV shows. That'll be our next episode. So till then, keep on searching. Yeah.